going back to Georgia in two days to pack and then move. <laughs> oh, really? Like in two days, all your inventory? Oh, and- no, like we're going back to Georgia in two days and then we'll start uh, packing and then we'll move. <laughs> gotcha. Hello, but- everybody. Welcome. It is Friday. Sorry, I hit the live button while we were chatting. Oh, no worries. <laughs> um, Happy Friday. I'm exhausted. Um, eBay ebay yes there's lots of big things happening on ebay this week the seller update came out um so we can talk a little bit about that i have a video coming out tomorrow that'll go deep into it so we can talk about that um did you go to the ebay thing on tuesday maybe the seller um the forum i was invited to it and i rsvp'd to it and i ended up not going at the last minute because of stuff that was going on at my new house where I'm currently sitting. Uh, there, mm-hmm. I think someone was coming and installing like the internet or something at that point. So I couldn't get on, but um, I'm going to go rewatch it if that's possible. I'm not sure if it is or not, but it was good. Um, so they went over the seller update and then it came out the next day. So now everyone has yeah. access to it. Um, and then Valerie, I love Valerie. She's probably one of my faves at eBay did like a little presentation on listing. Oh, and it was cool. like, very basic, but I still learned a couple of things. I mean, I wrote down a couple of things that I can That's share awesome. um, as well. Anna has a book. Duncan's reminding us. If you guys are new, Anna has a book. Thanks, Duncan. My book is 600 miles away right now. I don't have a copy. Well, actually, that's not true. I have a copy in my car, but it's not with me right now. Are in you on time away then? Time away. I am. Okay. And we were... We were, I know what you're thinking. We were, yeah, two weeks ago, we were talking about a different thing you were going to try. Are you doing Yes, I am trying it. So basically, I left all my promoted listings on and um, during the time away. And I do think that I'm selling more. So I think it still counts, especially like the smaller my time away, the shorter it gets, the more the more things I'm selling again. So. so they may not be promoting as much as like if you weren't on time away, but I think they still do a little. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So take the, we're taking this back. If you guys didn't, I, we had a conversation, I think half in our heads. If you weren't with us two weeks ago, maybe three yeah. weeks ago, um, Anna was talking about promoted listings on time away. A growth advisor had told her that they don't do anything if you're on time away. Um, and so she's testing it now with having yeah. promoted listings on while on time away. Um, yes. Because the last time I was out of town for about the same amount of time, I turned off all my promotions. And just because they, they told me like, it's kind of a waste of money because really we're not promoting it anymore. But then, you know, if it's turned on, then you're still paying the fee or whatever. But I sold like literally almost nothing <laughs> while I was gone. And I thought, man, that's way worse than when I usually leave it on. So I'm going to test it this time that I'm, I'm not at home right now for a week. But and- it's so weird that they would tell you to turn it off because you only pay if it sells. And so then if it sold you sold an item. It's not like you lose money for keeping it on. I know. I thought it was strange, but they were like, yeah, you might as well not even have it on during that. And maybe they were just trying to make the point that like, it's not going to, the sell through is not going to be the same because it's not like it's, it's still getting lost because of how long the handling time is, I guess. But, but it doesn't mean that you're paying for nothing either. (laughs) It's just like, it's a different context. Like if you had permanent, really long handling time on all your listings, people would still filter that out. So, right. you know, it's anyway. not, it's not an easy button, but there's no fault in leaving it on. Right. It's and added time to go in and take it off than just to let it. Leave. Right. And that's what I thought, but I was like, well, I'm going to take it off and see if it really actually makes a difference that it did in like a negative way. Yeah. And so this time I left it on it. It's definitely better. Okay. So keep promoting oh. listings on friends. Yeah. Still not awesome, but it's, you know, 
it's better than it was last time. Better than it was. Okay. Uh, did I remember to brush? Um, I actually did my hair, Duncan. And by that, I mean, I did it last night because there was an eBay event. And I was like, I'm going to get two days out of oh, it. Oh, yeah, that was yesterday. Yes, which is why I'm exhausted because we went out to dinner after. And, you know, you're not around resellers all the time. And so that when you are, you, like, get all yeah. in this. And you're so like, yeah. I will say I did not do my hair today, but it is very clean. So that has to count for something. It does. I'm about to paint a kitchen, so it doesn't have to be done today. Sorry. And this is why we eBay, right? This is why we work from home because oh, yeah. of all of that. Um, so seller update, let's get into that. And then I had, so Brian came out from the podcast. He was out last, last night um, and he shared a couple of tidbits that I wrote down too. I'll do a video awesome. eventually, but you guys attending the lives, you get a quick little, um, preview. I am exhausted. You may have to fill in some words for me. That's the word you're thinking preview. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. The eBay seller form, I, there's a video coming out this week and I went to go over the whole update, but the main things is they are increasing fees. Um, it's going to depend on the category you sell in, but at most they're only increasing it 0.35%. Um, yeah. So it's not huge. And then they're doing a couple other things. They're getting rid of fees in a couple other places. Not always ways that I use it, um, but to try right. to get some of that. And then they're doing like a 30 cent. I'd have to look at it. And oh, it's like a yeah. reimbursement for if you have to cancel or send a, re send a refund or. Yes. Like it's a 30 cent. Credit. Right. If you do something with a return. Yeah. They're trying to encourage you to do more returns. So you get a discount if you have free returns, right, on your fee. And then I think if you initiate the return and automatically accept it or something, like some kind of added, yeah. they give you a 30 cent. And I, I don't know if it was all of them, but it seemed to me like the list was essentially if people are returning things for any reason besides item not as described, you get this credit. Yes. Yes. That was it. Um, and I, so I went through the full video tomorrow. He, uh, Duncan is saying, I don't know if Duncan can put, cause he is an admin. If you can put the seller update link in the comments, that would be helpful. Or tomorrow this week, and I'm doing a video that I will have it in it as well. But fees are going up again, tighter margins. Um, this is very true. But if you like start doing returns, if you weren't doing returns before, you can get some money back that way. Um, but it is, I think it's getting tighter for everybody, right? Like yeah. they included. Yeah. And I mean, we, I think we talked about this a little bit in our, in the Instagram listing challenge group, but, um, I'm super excited that they're not charging for scheduled listings anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's like I one thing that I was like, I think this is the most relevant thing to me in the whole update personally. Yeah, it was kind of over underwhelming the update, which is good and bad. Cause sometimes it's a lot. And then you're like, well, that's like, why are you changing all of this stuff? Yeah. Right. There wasn't, and I mean, fees increasing, but 0.35%. I haven't looked honestly to see if it's impacting me, but I mean, it's yeah. not huge if it is, um, but the no more scheduled fees. So how are, are you going to start using this? I'm going to try it because I like to binge my work anyway. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my whole setup is I basically have a helper who does all my photos. She like logs all the items, does all the photos and makes them into drafts. And so I could probably spend one day for like basically the whole month just preparing all the listings and then scheduling them. And then I don't even have to look at listing stuff for the whole rest of the month. Like to me, With that is really like efficient in theory, but we'll see if it's realistic. 
Yes. You're like going bigger, going home. I'm thinking like the weekend and you're like, let's do the month. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because whenever, because of my workflow with my helper, like she, she turns over a batch of items to me and that's anywhere between one and 200 items. And especially while I'm still semi-liquidating, but she's back listing or doing items for me again. It's like one or 200 items for the whole month is perfectly fine. Like it's a few listings a day. That's great. (laughs) That's all I need. I know I need to get, cause I was thinking about this too. I do, I launch my drafts every single morning. Yeah, um, It doesn't take a lot of time, but it would be nice. Like it's the first thing that I do in the morning, still laying in bed, usually with a kid snuggled next to me. Yeah. It would be nice to not have to do that. Um, but yeah. I have to get to the point where I can sit down and spend, it would probably be like, instead of 10 minutes every day, I'd have to spend like an hour for the week. Right. To go through, which means that they would have to be to the point where they have a week's worth ahead yeah. usually only a day or two ahead so i'm gonna have to like work on getting yeah getting them banked yeah so i'm very really like that and then i'm usually chipping away at the drafts and trying to get out of her way as she's working on the next batch <laughs> so yeah. i'm just like this is great for me does she have virtual assistant access or she logs into your account she just logs into my account but but then you guys can't always do the same things at the same time right someone was telling me that last night i don't know i've never i don't think i've ever run into a problem with it but i but i don't know maybe we just work on different schedules a lot so i don't know that i would have run into it yeah they were just telling me that before you had virtual assistant her and her spouse worked together and they had to like Mm -hmm. do different things because they would there would be issues um oh interesting yeah i think maybe you can't both be in the same draft at the same time maybe oh that but for sense. you, that probably isn't really a thing. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, so it, the scheduling drafts is going to get rid of uh, drafts being deleting, right? After 75 days, they go away. But scheduling drafts should take care of that problem. Right. right. And also, I don't know if there's also a different amount of scheduled listings that you can have. Like drafts, it's like 250 or something. And then they start falling off the end. Um, but I don't know if there's a limit to how many scheduled listings you can have. That's a good question. I'm going to write that down. Uh, another reason to try scheduling them. Yes. I'm going to reach out and ask someone, um, because I don't want to go through all the, I don't want anyone to go through all the work of like scheduling now. If you schedule out a month and then they have, and then you're like, Oh, half of them are gone by the time they get around to their date. Like, yeah. Yes. Okay. So Duncan did share it. Um, I think I pinned it to the top so you guys can read through it, but I'm doing a video. I filmed it today. It should come out uh, tomorrow. Um, I think that was really the, Big things in the seller update, right? Did, oh, and then two other things. Uh, international shipping, which they announced, and it's slowly being rolled out. Um, yeah. I have a video this week, I think, that goes into it. Are you on it? Did you, do you know? I have been on, like, the list for it, but I haven't been able to tell yet if it's been used in any of my sales. So It shows up on your listing. And what does it say? Um, Is it? Do you know the the term? Because I feel like I've checked and I'm like, mm, I'm not sure if this is it or not. <laughs> it's so like it's it's different because I saw it and I was like, what is this? I'm gonna spot check it right now on my phone. I know I'm looking right now at a job so I can show you what it was. Um, I didn't get on an email and then I just oh so it just says ship international eBay shipping. It's eBay international ship shipping. Can you okay. See? I see. International shipping, shipping, blah, blah, blah. So even, so I had international shipping on my listings 
So this showed up at top and then it would show what my regular international shipping was. But in reading it more, if you want to use their program, you have to take all of your, uh, any other, if you do GSP or any of their other international, you have to take it off to opt into the program. Okay. So that's, maybe that's why I'm not seeing it because I asked them that whenever I opted in, I somehow was talking to someone about, it. I can't remember the situation, but they, they were like, oh no, it'll automatically update all of your listings. But all of my listings have another international option on them. I got a couple of different answers on this as well because um, okay. it's new, right? And so everyone yeah. just training. I'm making it myself was, a note to check it though. It was showing up on my listings in addition to my international shipping. Yeah. Um. So I knew that I had it and I confirmed like four times. I was like, if I go in and take off all of my international shipping, are you That's confirming? There. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and this is, this actually leads into something else I wanted to talk to you about is the business policies. I don't currently have any set up. But going in and manually updating, oh. and taking off, right? If you had a business policy, you can just turn it off and then everything's updated. Yes. I only have 2,000 items, so it didn't take that long. Um, but I do think that I'm going to maybe set up some business policies because I also changed some of my shipping. I have a video coming out, but I do flat rate shipping. Yeah. And I haven't updated the amount in like two years. And I'm like, oh. the prices have gone up. I should actually like look at what it's costing yes. now. Um, and it's, I didn't up it a lot, but I upped it a little. And I had to go through and manually update, bulk edit everyone. So yeah. my question for business policies, if I don't have them and I set up a business policy now, does it do anything to my current listings? Like, will it mess them up? Um, I don't think so because i think you have to select what listings you want to put into that business policy like you can set up a business policy and have zero listings in it I, uh, so that and then just use it moving forward or something yeah or the or bulk add them to it you can do that okay i think yeah, i think i might just use it moving forward because i've already updated everything i might be like i don't want to accidentally yeah clean up in but there. you could you could do that um and i think if you yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't know if it would like just replace what you already have. Even if it's, if you make your business policy be what you just updated everything to, and then you just put your, through your whole store into that business policy, I think it would just replace what you had. Yeah. So, well, cause it's based off of like first class shipping and, right. and so you can't, like I couldn't throw everything in there and there's not really an easy way to know what first class shipping is except for what I charged before. So I just filtered off of my shipping costs. Got you. Um, so I don't want to mess with any of that, but moving yeah. forward in case I have to do this again. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and I, I do like my free shipping thing basically is like you still have to select what, what, uh, shipping services you offer, whatever. So that's mostly like economy and first class, like, and, and then, so when I'm looking, when I'm trying to filter stuff by what's in first class, I do it by business policy, like basically the, the opposite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, well, I mean, um, it would help too because my virtual assistants are pretty good, but every once in a while there's a mistake that's made yeah. and it's not huge, but it will probably help a little bit with um, processes, right? Like just listing slightly quicker. Oh, yes, girl. Processes. But that's, I don't, I have like three, I have like three shippings. Mine's easy compared to yours. So this is interesting because there's a lot of debate in the community right now around this. I'm going to tell you, I don't really know the answer. Um, So let's have the conversation. Yeah. Half my store is eBay's international. The other half is direct international shipping. It's about 50-50. So not sure if either is better than the other. Mm -hmm. I have heard you either opt in or you opt out. 
I've heard you cannot. And Brian said that last night. You can't oh. like once you do it, everything's on it. You can't like pick and choose which ones you want. So I'm not sure, Tommy, how I'd be interested to know how you're doing this. Um, unless you are going in manually and taking it. Yeah. Or unless they're um just halfway through updating. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that works. And I have just been waiting for it to kind of, you know, fully be realized to even like look into it. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've even had a sale on it yet, though. I updated yeah. it at the beginning of this. I week. have very few international sales anyway, so I haven't really like noticed. <laughs> yeah. but well, like when you do it in the very beginning, then you're like the test bunny kind of right. So it's like, right. Did you wait? All right. Um, I want to touch on a couple of things. Friends, this is a question and answer. If you're new, feel free to ask questions. I'll post that at the bottom. Um, yeah. Hold on. Feel free to ask questions. There it goes. Uh, so Valerie, if you guys don't know Valerie, she works at eBay. I don't know what her title is now, but she knows everything. <laughs> I feel she like. Does. She's awesome. <laughs> um, so she did this little presentation on listing titles. And I think I was like, oh, listing title. Like, <laughs> an item and there was a couple of things that I thought were really interesting um so not, not to put the condition in the title she said which I don't usually anyway yeah. um I thought that was interesting there's a debate this is interesting because we've had I think we talked on here about it um having an apostrophe in your titles uh she right. doesn't matter but the podcast a couple episodes ago said it did matter yes because it treats it like a stop mm -hmm. But she was saying in the back end, it's not going to, it doesn't actually stop. It treats it as like a, I don't know, like a space. So like yeah. it's a new word. Um, Specifically an apostrophe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's not a, it's not a ground level punctuation. So maybe that has something to do with it. Mm. Yeah. A ground level punctuation. That was a very formal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't sit on the ground. I mean. I know. Yeah. I like it. Um. I I feel like try it and then if something's not selling with an apostrophe in, take it out and see if it makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, I'm, that, I'm a little happy to hear that because I really hate omitting apostrophes when they should be there. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't. I honestly don't do it much for like Levi's is a great example. Right. It's a name. I'm yeah. not going to admit it in the name because that's the name. Yeah. Um. She did say this was interesting. I didn't know where they came from. Some item specifics, the re the ones that are required, right? So we only have like, depending on what you list, a handful that yeah, are um, And I, it was always like, well, why? Like, we, how do they decide which ones are required? Um, and it's based off of buyer demand. Oh. The ones that buyers are selecting on and actually want to know are the ones that eBay requires so that they can match you up with the seller. Wow. Which was interesting. That was smart, eBay. Yes. Kudos. Um, white background. She said to do it. As oh. I've heard. I know. <laughs> um, the, she said eBay. I mean, there's debate on this as well, but eBay and Google is their best practice. They recommend doing it. They're not necessarily going to. You're going to get better exposure with it. Ultimately, they're not going to like ban you forever, um, but it is best practice. Well, that's good. I'm glad they're not going to ban me forever. It'd be pretty sad. And then she mentioned videos. Have you done videos on your listing chat? Are you going to? Maybe, maybe here and there, if it's like something like a music box or something like that. Mm. Only if I really, really care. And it's like a very high dollar item. 
It's kind of how I feel like putting it on my clothes, like a pair of jeans. What am I? You're like, here they are. <laughs> See right. that Unless I was like trying them on, like when I used to do vintage, I used to model it, then I could see it. But yeah. I'm like, how much more are you going to sell or make for the added time? Of yeah. I'd be interested if anyone's doing videos in the, um, I might throw a couple on some items and see yeah. graphic and how it trends. Um, I don't know. I don't think for us it's the overflow yeah. cart. I've started eliminating all punctuation. Are you noticing a difference? I don't know that it's, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the one other thing that she said too is the myth that, so drafts, we were talking about this earlier, drafts are deleted 75 days from creation date and it's from creation date, not edited date. So like oh. if you create it and then you go in and you're like, oh, well, I just edited it. It's based off of when it was created. Not, and, and what it shows you is the edited date. Oh. So you have to be mindful. Kind of Although important. you can just schedule listings now, right? So it doesn't Well, right. Matter. And then it's a moot point for at least some period of time. I mean, I guess it has to be because they'll only let you schedule it so far in advance. And that's your limitation. Yes. True. True. All right. That's my agenda, I think. Nice. <laughs> How is your, um, you bought the house? Yes. Are you ready to move? Are you all set up to move things? My store is actually pretty well set up. My actual household is not at all really. So mm. lots of work to do, but I'm here working on the house all week. It's 153 years old. So there's a lot of cool stuff about it. The and actually, the, yeah, the new houses, Yeah, um, which is really fun. And yeah, I've been, it's been interesting. I mean, my store is going to be in the basement and it's like, it's a basement from 1870. So, you know, it's like a little scary of a basement. However, I like basements like that because I grew up in a house like that, but um, the ceilings are short and I've just been like super cleaning it and kind of framing some stuff out. Um, but we had to deconstruct a whole bunch of wooden shelves that were built in down there that don't anyone be sad about it they were like crappy like <laughs> rickety wooden shelves they were not great but you know i've got to get my super efficient like rolling steel shelves in there so i have it all mapped out and we've been like doing all the prep so that when we actually get here we can just shove everything down there in an organized manner and it's like good to go so i'm really so excited you, you're putting the shelves up now like you're in the new house putting the no i just took all the built-in shelves down so like I still have to move all the shelves from Georgia and all the inventory that goes on them. Um, so all those are already ready to go, like the correct size and everything in Georgia. But we just have to get them from A to B now. And plus our whole house. <laughs> plus our whole house. So doing it like all in one move? I think so. But we don't know if it's going to literally be in one like vehicle or if it's going to be like multiple moving trucks. It's a whole puzzle that we're trying to figure out. So. There's no way you can get all your inventory and a house in one U-Haul. Well, not in a U-Haul, but in like a tractor trailer, we could. <laughs> so oh. that, there are options like that or like pods, you know, they're like a shipping yeah. container and everything. Those are a lot bigger than U-Hauls. And so we could in theory do that, but all of my inventory is in storage units. So I would have to like park whatever thing like that at my house and then shuttle everything from the storage unit to my house to pack it into the which moving container. Yeah. yeah, but also we don't really want to drive two trucks. So there's definitely like pros and cons on okay. both. But. Well, keep us posted. So how long ultimately do you think you'll be out of commission? 
Well, hopefully that will be a relatively short period of time. Um, I'm going to say a week because okay, everything's going to be super organized. I'll shut the store off. Like I never, when I do time away, I always let things continue to sell. Like there's an option where you can say no sales during this time. And there's an option where you can say things can sell with up to 15 days extra handling time. Yeah. And so I always do the extra handling time unless I'm just, I mean, I've never gone for like long enough to warrant just turning it all the way off. But for the sake of like clarity, <laughs> I'm going to turn it all the way off for like a week. And probably, you know, on the front end of that, we'll be loading it up on the and driving on the back end of that. We'll be unloading it, making sure it's all organized enough to find everything when I turn the store. Right. Because right, you don't want to turn it back on. And like there was a hiccup and something happened and then yes. you can't find it. I, yeah. Right. So I'm going to actually turn it off for that. But, you know, I'm sure we'll do the majority of the moving stuff over a weekend. And so we'll at least like literally physically transport it over a weekend. And hopefully it won't be too killer on my on my annual gross revenue but oh, i'm like it'll, i'll be saving a lot of money once i get everything here so i'm really not too worried about it yeah and time too right not having like so much time and ship and it's gonna be amazing yeah this room i'm actually in a closet right now it's like a very big weird closet that's like in the eaves of the house um but this room is a bedroom upstairs and it's going to be probably my shipping room for like the time being. Um, and so I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm not showing everything yet because everything's a mess. <laughs> right yeah, now. I was gonna say, once you get it all set up, you'll have to show us. Yeah. Um, so you're going to, once it's all done, are you going to have shipping down in the basement with your inventory or are you going to have to bring it all up? And So right now I'm not counting on that. I, I could probably, but I, I'm like not. I'm like 99% confident in my calculations about how everything will fit down there. And so, and also I don't want to just spend all my time in the basement. I'd rather have to carry it up a flight of stairs and be like up here in the upstairs to do that. So at least for now, I'm going to like someday this room will be for like my children. So I can't just ship in it forever. But for right now, you know, the basement can kind of get more squared away after we move and I can ship from up here. And then if it makes sense to move it down there, I probably will. Yeah. Or what we really want to do is build like a detached garage that has like an office above it. And that would really be the best shipping station. Yeah. So, I mean, the days that, cause you sometimes sell like a large quantity, carrying all that up and down the stairs would be kind of, kind of a like, well, it's just more time and a pain. And like, yeah. if you do something, then you have to go back down. And I yeah. mean, but you're coming from a storage unit. So yeah, like, I was going to say it's incremental progress because it's a lot faster than driving to back to the storage unit for something I forgot, which has happened. <laughs> and it's so infuriating. I have. So these bins right here is like the, I don't know, there's probably 20 of them maybe that don't fit in my inventory. And I hate yeah. so much when something from them sells. I hate having to walk upstairs because my shipping station is like right with all my inventory. And I have like just a flat bed and I put everything in order and I ship and it's, but when I have to come upstairs and yeah. it happens once a day, something sells. It's um, so frustrating. It is though. But I think if we did like eventually do the whole outbuilding situation, um, like, like a detached garage, like we'd build it just like a garage, but we'd probably use it for the store and still not park in it as a garage. <laughs> but then our basement would be freed up for like more space for our household and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we would have all the inventory would be stored and literally right above that would be the shipping office. Which so means. that would really be ideal, but we're not really there yet. We got to like move here first before we worry about that. <laughs> well, and see what works too. Like you have these ideas yeah. and then you kind of like get into a groove and you're yeah. like, doesn't actually work. 
Like, yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. But Lisa's enjoying your book. I just got a store and I'm trying to set it up. Yes. That's um, awesome. I'm so glad. Let's see. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just saw oh, that. No. That's. I think that was mainly all I was going to say about it. Just like, I'm glad that I busted my butt before we came up here to close on the house, like getting the inventory ready. Because now when I go back home, I just mostly have to worry about getting my house ready. Yeah. So. And then you can just move it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's organized. Uh, they hired people. Tommy in Seattle. I hired movers off Craigslist to move all my stuff from house to truck. Well worth the money. You better believe we're going to be hiring some help for that so that we can get it all done in one day because otherwise that's so much stuff. It's so much more stuff than just moving your house. So well, then even just your house, like it was one thing when you're like in your twenties and your friends would come do it for like, some Oh day. yeah. But like, you're like, I don't have any real furniture. Like it's all whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, when we moved, it was the month of the pandemic and like oh no God. one, you couldn't, um, like we didn't have contact with anybody. You cannot hire yeah, someone. Yeah. No one would watch our children. Like I have a large family and some of them probably would have come and help, but like you couldn't come in contact. You couldn't know if you should wear a mask. You didn't like, we couldn't oh my gosh. movers. Um, How did you do it? It was awful. Um, <laughs> it was. So we were fortunate. We bought the house. It kind of all just works out randomly, but we bought the house from friends of ours. Um, and so they moved and they, it was like three weeks from when they left the house to when we were actually closing and they're like, you can just slowly start moving things over. So like, well, yeah, but it's also kind of a pain every night for like three weeks, me or my husband would pack up our van Ugh. and take stuff over. And another person, I mean, my kids were two and five at the time. So they were like wow. little nuggets. And then I pulled like something in my neck. So I kind of like, it was oh, awful. No. Awful. Yeah. That's I'm partially just like, I don't even care who we have to hire. I want to do this in one fell swoop because I don't want to be piecemealing. Like, yeah, just get it over. This sounds awful. But, I, but also, you got to do what you got to do. And, like, if well, that's, I was like, I'll pay all the people and you couldn't. You just couldn't. Yeah. Like, because they're like, you like, won't go away. into your house. Yeah. You couldn't. When we closed, we had to, like, six feet distance, the Ugh. notary came to our house, but she, like, stayed outside and, like, passed the paper. Yes. We know. actually did that too. <laughs> At one point, we refinanced our house during all that, and it was like it was so weird. Our realtor never even saw our house because you couldn't like see do showings and stuff. That's like wild, it was weird. Um, can you tell us a secret on the eBay algorithm? Oh, there are no secrets as far as I know. I mean, I don't think it's a secret. Yeah, the algorithm okay. is not a sentient being, and don't worry about it too much. Just make good listings and keep listings. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so Brian talked on it. I filmed a video too, but Brian talked on it last night. Um, and I never heard it put this simple by anyone, which I liked. He's like, the most important thing is relevancy. You want people to be able to find your items. It's yeah. about like checking boxes on an algorithm and it's about right. people finding what they want. And so the algorithm is going to do all of that. If you make right. things like Anna said, um, and if be you findable, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And stuff that people want too. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you make a listing and no one's searching for it, like. Yeah. I will say, though, I mean, in the world of, like, miscellaneous eBay, you'll be amazed at what people are looking for. <laughs> like, it's true. Yeah. In fashion, it's, like, a little more, like, on target. You have to be paying attention. If you're selling random things and you're willing to wait, like, somebody is going to be looking for that weird thing. But you still have to, like, 
describe it well and have good photos of it or they're not going to buy it even if they find it. Yes. Yes. Um, so Lisa wants to see your shipping station when you get it set up. I do too. Me too. I want to see the whole setup. I also kind of want to see the chaos behind it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you're willing to share. Um, cause it's nice to be like, Oh, I just moved in and look at how beautiful this is. Oh like, yeah. No, there, it'll be so, like multiple phases, but I will say Lisa, I'm really excited about getting my shipping station set up because right now I ship in my garage and it's like, just whatever works, you know, I have a, my, my shipping station is a folding table and I'm like, I want a real table and like my stupid, like collage of like hilarious things I found over the years to be like in front of me to like look at while I'm shipping. And I want like my stuff to be organized in like a way that ergonomically makes sense with being like five, two, <laughs> like I'm always climbing on stuff to like get my different boxes. And like, I just want it to be optimized to be like an enjoyable shipping station. So I will have some stuff for you about that because I'm looking so forward to setting that up for the first time, having a station that's like really a fun place to be that works really, really well. And isn't just like doing what you got to do. Like it's been like that the whole time so far. I see these like beautiful shipping stations and they have like these pretty little stickers that roll down and everything's like color coordinated. And I'm like, that's just, I want mine to be optimized. Um, but yes. even, even that I didn't like doing it. I actually like begged my husband. My love language is doing things for me. I'm like, don't buy me anything. Yes. Don't cuddle me. Service, baby. Say nice things to me. Just like build me things. Don't say nice things. I mean, say nice things to me, but like, I'm not an affection person. I'm like, do nice things for me. Yeah. Um. And so I've been like putting off reorganizing uh, my shipping station and he went yeah. like, and he does like measurements and he's OCD about it all. And so he's like, oh, oh send them to my house. I know it's amazing. Cause I just I like, come out for a one time uh, setup with me and figure all that out. Oh, he likes it. He's definitely the measure twice cut once. And I'm the like cut four times and make it fit. kind of. And then like hammer it into the one side, this little wonky. I'm like, I wanted it kind of like that. <laughs> I love that so much. Well, I'm really pumped about it. Yeah, Ken and JC have a gorgeous shipping station in a basement okay. that I'm really jealous of. But their basement is finished, so that's different. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen their shipping station. I'm sure. I see, like, it in behind the scenes or something, and I'm just like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it so much. I'll be interested to see how yours turns out. I do need something. So I do... Like I print off stickers and then I just yeah. print off like a thousand at a time and they just kind of like pile up somewhere. Yeah. And they're and like, so oh. I need I need a better way to do it, but they print off on the roller. And so yeah. like putting them back onto a wheel. I tried mm -hmm. that once and after like 30 seconds, I was like, I'm not doing that. They're like like I'm not this. It ain't me. Yeah. I I do that with a few things. Um and I end up just, I like to cut things. <laughs> so I end up just cutting them and putting them in like a little pullout drawer. So oh, when I grab God. one, it's just one. But there's other things. Like I do actually buy like huge rolls of fragile stickers for like super cheap. And I put those on like a paper towel holder. I've seen and that. And then it's on a spool kind of thing. But yeah, but I, but I want to do that with like bubble wrap, like have a big far out of the wall spool for the bubble wrap. And I ha never had a space where I could do that. So I really want to do that. <laughs> yes, but, I don't do bubble wrap, but that would be very nice. I can. Yeah, it would be really satisfying. And all your random boxes, you probably need a lot of space for that. Like I only use like three boxes from USPS, so it doesn't. And then it's yeah. So I don't need a big space. Um, 
also in like the vein of shipping though one of the things further down my list for this year of streamlining like every month i'm trying to streamline a different thing in my business i've identified probably the first six months of them and then i'm gonna like kind of reevaluate in the middle and see what else i'm looking to streamline but one of them was that once i get here and like established i want to identify a few sources of free shipping supplies um that yeah so and one of them has already materialized which without me even like looking for it which is so cool but um this is such a here here's your farm town moment okay so my my beloved stepdad whose name is herschel works at he's retired but he like has a retired job for funsies at rural king which is like a farm store okay but he came he's been helping me with a bunch of stuff around the house and um this week and he came by and he had this little box that some kind of a hardware thing comes in like to the store and they take them out and they put them on the shelf differently without the box and he goes will you use any little boxes like this like in your store because i get like you know x number of these every two or three weeks and i was like yes give me all of those little boxes those are amazing they're like very like well constructed like clamshell type of boxes they're amazing and i was like free shipping supplies already but I have like certain kinds of things that are the ones that, that are the things that I end up having to buy like packing peanuts and bubble wrap and stuff is the most expensive you can usually always find some kind of cardboard stuff you know but those little boxes are great and they're super sturdy so I was like checking that partially off the list for March because that was my March streamlined thing but I still want to look into the like packing materials like side of it too but it's just really cool like you get like cheaper or free ones um of the boxes no of like peanuts and packing and stuff oh yeah i would like to so like there's a couple of different little factories in town that make like like what there's a place that makes like model airplane out of like really fragile wood and stuff and so anyway they probably use a lot of packing stuff to ship their stuff out but whatever they get in like they might just have great packing materials that they just throw away all the time and are you sorry, we're just gonna go ask them? Oh yeah. yeah. And maybe it would be like a win-win for them to get it out of their hair or like put less stuff in the dumpster or whatever. And you know, I get free shipping supply. So I'm gonna be asking around about stuff like that, which is keep be us fun. posted on what where you ask and how it turns out. So other yeah. people I don't use any of this stuff. So yeah. I know it's like I do use like the free USPS stuff a lot, like the, when yeah. it's applicable, but just having the miscellaneous inventory, like there's a bunch of stuff that it, it needs something else, you know, and eBay's voucher only goes so far. I always buy my tape with that. So yeah. See, and I don't even use tape. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so jealous. I mean, I, I do poly mail. I have to use tape on a box, but I probably use a box. Yeah. Every three days. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was all poly mailers today and the poly mailers from eBay that you get with your store credit is typically enough to last me until the next month. Wow. No. I mean, so well, I take that back. Okay, so you well with some, the flat rates, right? Yes, you use yeah, a lot yeah, of those. Yeah. Um, I usually pay a little bit because they do like fifty dollars and you can either buy one set of two hundred for like thirty-seven or you can get like two for like and yeah, like sixty or seventy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you end up paying a little bit, um, but it ends up being like three cents a mailer or something if you buy it yes. that way um and they usually last me through like i rarely have to buy i have to buy like the clear plastic ones that i put like all of my items go in a clear plastic one yeah in storage and then in 
as added protection. Yeah. Um, but all right, we'll keep us posted on that because that's interesting. Yeah. To hear. And I it's think I so many developments. You had mentioned a video or last a couple of weeks ago because we had guests on last week. So a couple of weeks ago, oh, yeah. you had mentioned saving like margins are getting slimmer, especially now eBay is increasing their fees. People are paying less money. These are like good ways, friends, to be thinking outside of the box and still making more money and spending less money, like ways that you yes. can spend money in your business. Because there's a lot of things that you're like, well, it's a business expense and, you know, the efficiency is worth it. But times like this make you reevaluate if you can put a little more effort into finding an equally efficient way, but you have to like forge that path. Now might be the time to forge the path. <laughs> and yes. do a little bit of extra effort to have a still efficient way of doing things. Long That's term. cheaper. <laughs> right. And someone, I had done a video and someone had mentioned like they like the pink poly mailers, but the white ones are half the price. And I was like, yeah, now might be the time to just use yeah. a white one. And yeah. maybe get like a pink sticker if you are like really into that um does anna have a youtube channel also and or how did you two meet and decide on friday lives our story <laughs> i am i do not have a youtube channel i don't know if you can tell my professional youtube skills over here but <laughs> the closest thing i have to a youtube channel is lives with sarah on friday <laughs> and social media she's on instagram yeah here and there i'm like a really terrible social media user i'm like on again off again but i'm always around i just like don't post a lot for like long periods of time it's a whole other job yeah and i just like to be in my life so <laughs> but i get it but anyway but it's you know god bless the ones who are always putting out relevant consistent content that's not my forte but sarah's amazing at that and this is why uh we partially have teamed up to keep it fresh and keep keep all these conversations going because we could live in a vacuum. You know, I could just retreat to under my rock and stay there, but instead I get to talk to Sarah every Friday and we get to commiserate and learn things from each other. And it's great. Yes. So, but we actually met at headquarters, which I think is a great thing to say. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a good meet cue, right? It was a meet cue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We met, because of eBay, eBay brought us together. Um, but we got to have like such a great experience out there and contribute to um, eBay Open in 2022 together. And we basically got to just go through the whole gamut on eBay's campus and talk with everyone. And um, <laughs> I feel like we were just absolutely harvested for feedback, like nonstop while we were there, which was really fun. Yes, um, it was. Like, you're meeting with this team now. Tell them what you think. I'm like, okay. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, I will. Let me roll up my sleeves. Yeah. But, Are you sure you want me to tell you? Because I will. Yes. But in the group, it was really fun because we were all staying together in the same hotel and stuff. And, but we, we had mostly not all met each other at all. So we just kind of like, it was like summer camp. It was the best. So we all met, met up and Sarah was like taking charge, making plans, ordering Ubers. It was great. Was I? <laughs> yes, but I appreciated it. It's kind of funny. So this is interesting. Cause I was asking my husband today, like in my friends, like in um, like my real, I mean, eBay is my real life, but like my friend group oh, yeah. there and stuff, I'm like, if I don't make plans, we don't get together. And I'm like, yes. are they like, do they not want to be friends with me? Or is it just my, like, some people just don't like doing that. And he's like, it's that. Like, he was like, I will never make a plan. But whenever yes. my friend invites me to go, I will go. I yes. just don't have the effort. And he's like, you are just good at like, yes. so it's kind of funny that you said that. Cause I was like, well, maybe they don't want to be my friend. And he's like, no, you're it's just good at like- leadership skills. Oh, but also go. you think ahead a 
lot. Mm. And so like you are like you you would be like, okay, so like we're going to dinner, right? Like when? Should we do it at like five thirty? Like, okay, well let's meet here. Like you're just like coordinating stuff. That's mostly because I have kids, because I'm like, yeah, okay, you have to be to dinner at five thirty. Yeah. I need to know that we need to like get yeah. start getting ready at yeah. That's Which I think I actually do tend to be like that in my life um, and my like groups of people a lot. But in that particular setting, I was just like very like awestruck by everything. And I felt like very out of water. I mean, so I just wasn't, I, that probably would have occurred to me like, like at some point, but you were just like on top of it. So it defaulted to that a lot, but I appreciated that because. Okay, well, I'm glad you appreciated it. It yeah. wasn't glossy like. No, no, right, no, not at all. We were, I was like, this is amazing. You're like bringing us all together, but it was, it was really fun. And also like, you're so, you're such a curious person. And so you would always be like, well, I want to talk to that person and like pick their brain and get to know what they're all about. And like, I don't know, you, you're so really good at like initiating those conversations, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was so many from that. <laughs> well, and that's kind of why, like, I'm like, we only have so many days that by the time we start to get comfortable with each other, it's going to be time to go that yeah. like, we all do the same thing. You yeah. give us a beer and we'll be fine. <laughs> like we'll all start talking <laughs> and it'll be great. Um, so yeah, we met at, we both spoke at eBay open 2022. My presentation, yeah. I should put your presentation on my channel. Cause they were the top two rated. Um, oh, wait, they were, we were the Queens of eBay open. <laughs> everybody but... else was fantastic. Um, yeah, everybody else was, I think some of it was just our, the, what we got chosen to speak about. That's true. Well. We were basically assigned topics, so we didn't have much to do with that part. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so we met there and then like Anna said, there was lots of good conversations and chatting and we really just connected. And I think what I liked when I asked Anna to come on and do this one is I wanted like the conversations that came out of those, I thrived off of yeah. and we don't get that all the time. And I was like, I want to continue yeah. to have these conversations. Um, and the conversations that we have, because I have, you know, social media yeah. are good conversations for other people to hear as well, because Definitely. they also don't get that. We're very isolated um, in the community. And I liked that Anna has a store that we have similar thoughts on things. Some things differ a little bit, which I think is good. Um, yeah, but our stores are vastly different and our business models are vastly different. Um, yeah. That I think it was a good pairing to be able to say, hey, there's two different ways to do this in a mindful manner and still make money. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's complimentary. And we've had, a, yeah, a lot of crossover and parallel things, but a lot of like complimentary things too. Like, oh, this is a totally other route, but like they both work and, right. you know, it's just and it's, it's so good to know there's a lot of ways to do things. <laughs> Right. And Anna knows all the things about shipping, which is like a fault of mine because I just, yeah. people ask me shipping questions and I'm like, I don't know. Is it a, can you put in a poly mail for under a pound? I know about shipping and I also know about psychology because that was my previous lifetime. But I did want to say that just reminded me, sorry. I wanted to say one, one thing about just like back to what you're saying about finding like now's the time to kind of find ways to get parts of your margin back and things. And I was just thinking uh, a minute ago that like, it can be really easy to feel helpless when it's like, well, here, here go the fees going up again. And here goes, you know, my margins shrinking more and more. And it can feel like you're helpless and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even if you're, even if you don't um, immediately see an area where you can get, you know, recoup some of that or like get some of your margins back, like it is really empowering to go and try and do something about it. 
and to go and even just assessing your situation and trying to think outside the box is like a much better position to be in than just sitting in the corner feeling helpless. So I just want to encourage everybody, like, even if you don't know where to start or you don't think there's anything that you can do to affect your margins, like take another look at it because that's a more empowering situation than being like, well, shoot, like <laughs> the end is near, you know? Like, yes, which I feel like last week I was kind of that end is near. <laughs> well, however, you had you had guests that we were all we were all exploring the whole issue together. So, yeah, I, mean, I wanted people to be mindful of what's going on, but there are ways that you can do it. And I think what makes yeah. entrepreneurs what makes entrepreneurs entrepreneurs is not everyone can do it, and you have to constantly be doing that, um, thinking yeah. outside of the box. It's not uh, I go to a job, they tell me what to do, and then I leave. You are the one figuring out there's a problem yeah. and we have to solve it. And if you're like, uh, if, to me, sometimes I get overwhelmed. Um, and yeah. so writing it down, even just writing down your processes to figure out where are, or like your PL, write down what your cost of goods are, write down what your expenses are, write down yeah. where your expenses come from and like peak, pulling apart the puzzle, you can start to be like, oh, well, my yeah. expenses come from here. What can I do to try and minimize that or whatever? Yeah. Another pro tip from the psychology side of things, ruminating about something and literally writing it down are different cognitive processes. Mm -hmm. So you probably will come up with some angles and ideas you didn't have before if you literally process that information a different way. Another great thing to do is to, if you have a willing spouse or or a willing friend or anybody, um, you can try to like explain it to them or try to teach it to them. I mean, I know, I'm sure this has been the case for you, Sarah, because you've had to teach people processes to work for you. And it's like, when you go about starting to put together what you're going to teach them, you like see gaps that you didn't see before because you weren't going to thoroughly explain the whole thing. Like, you're like, oh, I know this, like the back of my hand. And then you go to figure it out and you're like, oh, well, what about this? What should I tell them about that? I just implicitly do this, but why do I do that? Like, you don't even think about it. There's so much automation involved in our processes and we don't even realize it. So, yes. And that's a great point. So even if you don't have a virtual assistant, if you're yeah. thinking about a virtual assistant, write down your processes. And yeah. if there's holes in it and you cannot explain it, like I have one Google doc, I give my virtual assistants and they can make a listing without any questions. Yeah. I mean, that like questions here and there. But it's not like a big process because it's so defined in a small. Yes. Like it's not this big, long process. It's not. It's like very. Yeah, and it's not it's not ambiguous. Like it's clear. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and part of it's because I niched down, which was strategic for me was a strategic. If I'm going to pay someone else to list items for me, if I'm only doing women's fashion, it's far less for them to have to um, figure out. Yeah. Stay at home shop is saying, and if you guys don't know this, um, USPS, oh wait, free supplies if you ever ship UPS. Oh, uh, they have some supplies perfect for your eBay orders, including labels, boxes to ship UPS. Is it UPS? Oh, I've never looked into free UPS supplies. I have not either. I know USPS does because I don't ship UPS because it's. Yeah. The, uh, I do sometimes for things. Um, and I, and usually those are the things that are bigger and or heavier. So that's really interesting. I'll have to check that out. It's very interesting. Um, we are wrapping up. If anybody has any questions, I know you've heard my alarm going off. Let's get the kids. Happy Friday. Um, I liked ending on the philosophical thing. So I wanted to touch a little bit more about like last week we were talking or two weeks ago. Um, we were talking about like not 
in the entrepreneur, we're like always having to do more and more and more. And I'm actually really enjoying not like I've read a book a week since January started. And I used to love it's glorious. I love that. I, my goal is one a month because that's such a huge increase from what it was last year. Well, that's what it was last year because I wasn't reading at all. I love reading, but it was always like your mind, even if you're not physically working as yeah. an entrepreneur, your mind's always working. Switching gears is so hard. And yeah. being able to settle down. Um, And so I'm... I'm in this like internal debate. Like, do I want to grow my YouTube channel more and put efforts into it and do all of these things? Or do I enjoy, like I subbed at my kid's school twice this week. Um, yeah. And I didn't feel, I still got like all my listings on. I still got my YouTube, but I'm not doing more and more and more and more. Um, and so got kind your of- book read. I did. I finished a book. I'm sorry. I have to decide. Now I have like a stack. It's like, which one do I pick now? There's so yes, many. Yes, I love that. It's <laughs> a great feeling. <laughs> Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about like the internal struggle and always doing more and more and more. And at the eBay meetup yesterday, I was talking to like, there's different kinds of resellers. I was talking with Brian about it. Like you have the side hustles who are like, I just want to buy coffees off of Starbucks or I just want to clean out my closet, like right. make money. And then people who are like, I want the freedom. Um, and then yeah. people who are like, I want to build an empire. I was like, the people who are like, I want it all. Yes, yeah. right. The empire building. And I feel like when we were at eBay open, it was a lot. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with any of them. Um, there was a lot of like empire building. And I was like, is there something wrong? Because I don't, like, I'm happy with 2000 items. Yeah. I don't want, you know, this big empire. I And so like, after talking with Brian, I was like, I think I am like the freedom builder. I spent three years. Yeah working really hard and getting processes down and training virtual assistants. But now like I do want the freedom, I want to be able to read a book a week. And yes. is. and like you, you're actively like consciously intentionally enjoying the freedom. I think that's so interesting because from the beginning for me, that was something that I like stated that was a huge motivator and a huge goal for me. And it's true. Mm -hmm. And like, of course, again, like you said earlier, as an entrepreneur, like, your vision can shift and your processes change and you have to adapt and like all that. But like, for me, like I'm right about to step into that too, where I'm like, okay, like we're not in build mode anymore. We're in like maybe optimize and enjoy. And like, mm -hmm. I mean, one of the things I'm doing this year after I move is like hard cut off at 20 hours a week. Like <laughs> That's it. You know, and I'll have to probably experiment with that a little bit to make sure that I can get all my stuff shipped like bare minimum in 20 hours a week. I mean, I should, I don't spend that amount of time shipping now, so I don't see why I would, yeah. but it's like, if I am having to work over 20 hours a week all the time, then that's not the life that I did this for, <laughs> you know, like, and I think it takes time too. like people who are just yeah. starting off, like yeah. me and Anna are years into this and I was yeah. working lots of hours. Like the kids were asleep when my kids were oh, yeah. They were asleep and I was up working and listening and building it there. But I'm like, do I yeah. keep building and live that life or do I enjoy the yeah. first labor, right? But that's so important because you get so addicted to the, like, the building sometimes that it's hard to, like, let go. I mean, for me, it's been a huge, um, like, an eye-opening thing this week because there I can't do anything for my store. I've sent offers like two times in a week and just virtually ignored my store the entire time. And it's been kind of a breath of fresh air <laughs> because I was spending so much extra time getting ready for all that stuff to move. But it's like, okay, yeah, like I love that I can just be like, I'm dropping you like a hot potato for a week and I don't even care and I don't have to care and there's no emergencies and I will get to it when I get back. Like, and it's so great. great. 
but I don't have to do that. Like it's easier to do that when you have some really important reason to justify it. Like Mm -hmm. what if you're really sick or for me, like I'm 600 miles away right now and my time away is on. So like buying a house, right? Yeah. Like that's important, you know, but, but also like, it's also important to read the books you want to read and spend the time with the people that you love and do the other activities that enrich your life. Like all of that is literally just as important as the quote unquote important things. And so, you know, it's a reminder. Well, yeah. when you your house, it's like, t- turn it off. And I've been trying, I've done really good. It's hard when my virtual assistant, because they work opposite hours. So sometimes oh, right. I, I have to yeah. do things like, otherwise we can't communicate. Um, but like when I go to pick up those kids from school, I used to like come home because they'll like watch a show and kind of unwind. And I used to come home and work some more. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to come home. Like I'm done with work. I pick the kids up and like, that is my hard cut off. Every once in a while, something comes up, but for the most part, like doing a hard yeah. cut off and I can go enjoy reading a book. It's not. Yeah. I used to feel guilty about it. Yeah. It's right? like you, you really have to like learn it and like train yourself and then believe that like, it's actually okay. And sometimes you really, you know, we say we learn by experience, but our own experience like teaches us that it's okay when you've come from a mindset of like, I've got to bust it or I'm not going to make it to my goal. Like okay, well now you're in a different, you're operating on a different level. And it's like, yeah, it really is okay. Like your whole body and your nervous system are like, is this okay? Like, this isn't how we did it for so long. Are you sure it's okay? And it's like, yeah, it's okay. You just have to learn I know, that. I don't have like that constant system. like angst if I have to get all these things done. I'm like, it's weird. It's a weird feeling. Like I can just settle down and read a book because I'm not thinking about yeah. some other things. But it, it takes time. Like that's a huge transition. A mental transition for sure. Um, so we have we did have a couple questions come in and then we'll pop off. Is the yeah. VA Google Sheet available for sale? A basic start for someone learning to hire. I don't want to reinvent the wheel or would would pay. Um, I mean, Tommy, send me an email and I can share it with you. It's not. I mean, it's my process, so it's probably not going to mean much. Um, but I don't mind sharing to give you kind of an idea of yeah. what it is. I do have a a process playlist on YouTube. And one of the videos walks through like how I hire a VA, what my process is with the VA, how I train them um, to kind of walk you through, but it's going to be different for everybody's process. Um, We did have a question about, oh, did you do, it was a promoted listing question. Did you see it? No. Um, Oh, here it is. Okay. Timothy Doyle. I have seen that when I sort by lowest price, I do not see my promoted listed items on the first page. This is making me rethink my promoted listings. I'll let you go first. Huh. Okay. Wait, when I sort by lowest price, I don't see my promoted listings on the first page. And I'm assuming that your listing is the lowest price. Okay. Do you see it? I guess my question is, do you see your promoted listings items on the first page when you don't sort by that? Or is it like you think it's a filter issue or like, are there just a whole page of items that are better quality listings than yours, even though it's the lowest price? That's, that could be what's going on. Yeah. I, and I think you hit the nail on the head. It's not promoting your listing does not, is not an easy button. So if you're not doing all of the things, right? Like if, if people are filtering mm-hmm. and your items not, the best price, whether you promote it or not. Yeah. But if it is, if it is um, showing up on the first page, otherwise, like that's interesting too. (laughs) It's like, why would it filter it out at that point? Um, I would also encourage you to look through, well, to do like incognito so that your search history and stuff is not 
playing into your search results, but also like, what about um, if you were to sort by lowest price and then continue to like filter things out until you see it on the first page, you know, like all the other left side filters. Mm -hmm. I just wonder, you know, if it would eventually show up if there were enough filters or what that's about. I don't really know for sure. So, I, I, yeah, I think it's a couple of things here based off of the, you know, two sentences that we have on what's yeah. going um, is it's probably not a, a quality listing to come up on whatever you're searching for it. Um, just because you promote it doesn't mean it puts it to the top if it's not relevant, right? Like if I promote a pair of jeans and someone's searching for <laughs> headphones, it's not going to come up because it's or even if you yet. just put in jeans and it's like, you know, whatever, Levi's 550, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Yeah. a lot of jeans out there <laughs> right so make sure pull a listing quality report make sure that your listings are like well um, you still can oh uh, no they're coming back with it oh what yeah they did they're not getting rid of it did i not say that i missed that i might have just missed it i don't know <laughs> no they i think i made a post on instagram or something about it i don't know that i can do a full video on it but they're they i made an announcement they're not getting rid of it oh my gosh well maybe they heard your cries <laughs> I, I sent it to them i and i filled out the survey and i encouraged everyone on my channel not that i have a large channel um but i encourage everyone who uses it to reach out so they are not getting rid of it you can still pull listing quality reports um, and make sure that your listings are on par. And then what I would do is if everything is good with your listing is look at the promoted listing dashboard and see what traffic you're getting from there. Because it's not yeah. just, it shows up at the top of search, but it also puts it in a hundred other places on eBay. Oh, so, okay. He just oh. responded with an update. I see them on the best price on the top, but not on lowest price. Done on a different browser, not logged in. Is it best price plus shipping and maybe your shipping is causing? This is an interesting question. I it really is. don't. I don't ever. Do you ever look at your listings like this? I never no. do. No. <laughs> I did when I started. I, that's, I did. I worked with Duncan a lot when I started. Um, yeah. And I would look at stuff. That's interesting. Ask, yeah. I wouldn't ask eBay for business. Not Depending on who you get, they may or may not know. Um, But let us know. What? Because that is interesting if it shows up for best price, but not. Yeah. Lowest price. That is interesting. Yeah. But I would like it as far. I don't know that this is a reason to stop doing promoted listings. Look at your list. Like look at the dashboard and see if you're getting traffic and sales from promoting your listings. Right. Right. That And that is a good point. It's like it's not all about page one of the search, but it is really weird that it shows up the way it shows up and the way it doesn't show up. So it could just be something on the back end of eBay that's it's missing. Did, they did do a huge update on like January 26th or something, didn't they? Of some yes. kind. Right. Well, it's seller update time, right? So whenever there's an update, friends, like there's bugs, the bugs be bugging. <laughs> yes. Give me some time, and it's coming up on Google search. So I think I mean, I would not stop promoted listings based off of this. Yeah. Information. All right. I do have to go get children. Everyone, have a wonderful weekend. We will see you back here next week with um, I'm so a tax person. I can see her face. I cannot think of her name for the life of me. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> She's been on the channel before. Um, God, why? I don't know. She it's it's up for next week, but she is a tax accountant. So she is going to come uh, give us a little bit of information. It's really confusing right now because of what happened with the 1099 um, I, yeah. legislation. Um, so she can talk to us about that. And then any questions, 
I will always say to get uh, your own CPA because it is going to matter depending on your state and your situation. Um, but join us next week for the tax accountant. And I hope everyone has great sales. Good luck, Anna. I can't wait yes. to how things I'll see you go. all again from Georgia next week and then however many weeks and then we'll be back, hopefully not in this closet, but you know, somewhere in this house. So. To get a tour. So make sure to subscribe and yeah. follow Anna on Instagram as well. Yeah. All right. Have a good weekend, friends. Bye, everybody.